0: Man City lose, Ciara Walsh, they're not competing Did get yellow carded very early on in the match For being a bit too eager coming out of her goal And taking out, I think it was Leah But uh. <laughs> 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 Subscribe to the OTV Koyig pod on the OTV Sports app now
1: Football on Off the Ball
0: With Sky Watch every live Premier League game this season On Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports
1: so the European Week of Sport 2022 takes place this month. It's going to be a week-long celebration aimed at promoting physical activity in people of all ages, backgrounds and fitness levels. It's only in association with Sport Ireland, who are calling on you and your family to get out and be active between September 23rd and 30th. For more information and to find an event near you, go to sportireland.ie, European Week of Sport. Among the ambassadors... For the project is Republic of Ireland match winner from Tuesday night against Slovakia, Denise O'Sullivan and she joins me now. Congratulations Denise
0: Thank you, how are you doing?
1: I'm alright, how are you doing?
0: Great, a bit tired but I'm... I'd I'm- say I'm-
1: so <laughs> Was it was a good night had by all?
0: Uh, honestly went straight to bed, we got in about one o'clock, um, got to bed about three so no partying for me at least Um got plenty of games coming up so i have to try and recover as quickly as possible
1: well if you have the clear head then you can throw everybody else under the bus when you were going to bed at three o'clock who were the ones who were thinking you know I, you know i'll just push it on push it on till the dawn
0: honestly they were actually all pretty good we had uh, some champagne there at the hotel just for a cheers um all together with the staff and then everyone went their their separate ways so i think I don't know what happened the rest of the night, but anyway, I was off to bed.
1: (laughs) You You have the clear head then to explain to the nation in exact detail exactly how this playoff scenario is going to work over the next few months.
0: Absolutely not. I have no idea. <laughs> uh,
1: we, we'll know a lot more tomorrow anyways. The great news is that the victory over Slovakia means there's a bye through the first round. So there is the possibility that one victory uh, would be enough. Uh, from looking at it this morning, the max now Ireland can play is two games. Even if you end up in New Zealand, it will be just one more game there. So it's within touching distance. But even the way you're talking about the celebrations there and even talking to you after the game last Thursday night, it's, this is one giant step for this group. But there's also a realisation that... While this will always count for something, it won't count for anywhere near as much if you don't finish the job.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's a huge step to get to the second game of the playoffs. Um. We went out to do a job in Slovakia last night. And I was to get three points, and we were very happy to do that. But with this playoff process and how it it's all going, um, we do. I think we do have a long way to go still. But I think the most important thing for us is to focus on the game on the 11th and uh, try and get the three points from that game.
1: We are at the stage where it is only about results and as much as we will analyze performances and tactics as long as you're winning the games you're getting towards that ultimate goal was there a difference to this camp then to previous ones where maybe it was more about development about trying to refine the style of football that you want to play was was there a feeling coming into these that actually two one nil wins will do us just fine that it wasn't so much about performance it was just about the end result
0: yeah exactly um in the two games i don't think we had our best games as a team but um i think we we showed the growth and the maturity levels of the team and how we could finish off the games and i think we done that very well so coming into the camps yeah six points was the goal and the team was successful in doing that so so we're very happy
1: there is an enormous amount of experience in that squad. Like you, even look at the average age. I, I think we sort of assume because so many more people are taking the attention of what you're doing that it's a young squad. Like there's an awful lot of players with an awful lot of caps in there. How does that sort of manifest itself in this camp? Then that experience, the lessons learned from last time out against Ukraine, is is it conversations? Is it is it on the pitch? Do you see a, a different attitude from players when the game is ongoing as to how you approach these sort of matches?
0: I think it's a combination of everything, and we do we do have a leaders on this pitch, the Louise Quinns, the Nia Fahis, the Diannes, Um, they're all huge players for us, but I think um, what was huge for us was our connection off the pitch this this campaign. I think um, we're a close-knit team and um, I think the disappointments of not making the Euros and, and those games really stood to us in this campaign and um, the togetherness of the team is phenomenal. So to have those experienced players um, on the pitch, you never... Louise Quinn never stops talking. She's a leader back there. Same with Diane. She'd throw her body in front of a bus for the team. <laughs> so um, I think to have that experience is is really good. And then you have the mix of youth as well. Um, as you see last night, Jess Sue, she was phenomenal. Best player on the pitch for me. Um, so uh, I think having that um, mix of youth and experience has, has really stood to us.
1: Your own role within the team over these last couple of games, quite often when we talk about your performances, it's the technical aspect and how skillful you are and how much control you have of the football and the ability to pick out that right pass at the right time. It, 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 like you covered a huge amount of ground. It felt more that actually, I don't know, were you are playing within yourself or there was a bit more to be done for the team? But like, I don't know if you've seen the GPS stats so far. Like, it, My sense would be you probably covered more ground than anybody over the last two games.
0: Yeah, I definitely covered a lot of ground in... I think for me, I do that club anyway. I cover a lot of ground and, and that's my job. But I think I played in this deeper role um, in this uh, these last two games. And I think that's a complete different ball game to playing in the 10. I felt, you know, more... I had a big defensive uh, responsibility within these two games. And, and that was on my mind. But And then trying to get forward when we were trying to create as well. So I was more of a, a box-to-box player. But... Um, I think it was all about the team in these past two games and to to work as hard as I could and also try and create opportunities. And it was a big relief last night to to actually get in the, the score sheet. So yeah, it was definitely all about the team and what I could do for the team in these two games.
1: So, what's the more natural role for you? Is it the one that you're playing at club level and you've sort of performed over the last couple of weeks where it's slightly deeper? Because even I was surprised you scored a brilliant goal a couple of weeks ago for the club and, and the commentary was, it was a rare goal. It's like, she scores goals all the time at international level. It, which are you more, I'm sure everyone likes to wear, wear the number 10 jersey and play like the number 10, but do you feel right. you're more involved in the in the slightly deeper role?
0: Um, I think for, for club I am. I think we we build a lot through the... The sixes at club Um, and we do have a lot of possession at club so I think it's different coming into the national team where we don't build as much you know and we don't have um, much possession of the ball within national teams so I think um, it definitely suits me more at at club level to play in that deeper role and then coming into national team more of the 10 where I can pick up lost balls beyond the transition you know and try and create things here but Look, it was all about the team this week, and and Vera needed me in the, in that deeper role, and um, I just wanted to do what I what I could for the team, you know.
1: How does that different tactic sit with you? Then is there just an acceptance to where Ireland are right now, and particularly heading towards the next matches, where the quality of opposition is probably going to keep going up, and hopefully at a World Cup finals, where it'll be the ultimate top quality opposition that that maybe Ireland actually at the best are a counter-attacking team.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said, whatever role I'm given, it's it's really important that I just take that on board and on board and, uh, and do the job and, um, coming into camp this week, it was, it was almost obvious that I was going to be in that sitting position from the very beginning. So I just, uh, had that mindset that I I just have to do the job. And, um, I think in, in the second half of both games, I I got forward a bit more. So that that was really good. And I started to pick up balls and try to create more, but, um, yeah I think we're very we're a very good team on the transition and having Katie and Jess in those pockets as well is is a, is huge for us going forward and having Heather Payne um chasing down everything and if we need to play the long ball then um you know Heather's going to be there so I do think we are a, a counter attacking team and um it's been going well for us so far
1: Ireland at their best. It does feel generally happens when yourself and Katie are are close together and and linking up. And uh, on Thursday night, quite often when Katie found herself away from the left hand side, there was you know, scrambles on the edge of the area and the two v quick interchange of passes and something would open up. With Katie playing in that more advanced role and you in a slightly deeper role, have you had much time to to work on that when she's not out on the left wing and you're not in the number ten? And are you are you finding you're finding each other in different parts of the pitch than you were before?
0: Um, yeah, we haven't had much time to, to, to really work in it. Obviously, you're coming into camp and you're going straight into games. So you've only a few days to prepare, you know, but um, having playing with Katie so long, I, I know what Katie's going to do. She knows what I'm going to do. I think we know um, each other's games really well. And I think uh, even last night in the game, there was a point where I picked up the ball and Katie was right in front of me and I knew she was going to peel off and, and go into that and make that run. So I just played the ball in there and, and Katie was away. Um, so I do think we we interact very well on the pitch um, and we feed off each other very well so hopefully um, we we will keep that keep that going we'll get more opportunities to do that going forward but I think for me and Katie it's uh, it's all about the team um, Yeah, and we wanna, we want to do what's best for the team
1: but it's brilliant having that that natural understanding that the two of you seem to have together like do you spend a lot of time off the pitch talking about various <laughs> possible scenarios and and what could happen and you know the uh, intuitively her movements as to where she's going to go so that you do even if you're even if you're changing roles sometimes that you do have an understanding of exactly what's going to happen
0: to be honest we don't we don't we don't talk about it off the pitch at all obviously katie's busy with Arsenal and i'm i'm over in america so it's, it's quite hard to keep in touch and talk about that stuff but um I think it's it's just from all the the years that we have played together i think we have developed a really good connection and and katie has a pure football brain and um, and so do i Um i think we know the game really well Um so so it really suits us and um she knows my movements quite well as well so it's it's a good connection to to have on the pitch
1: uh, you're going to say again it's it's all about the team but you're now on 18 international goals and katie's on 17 international goals so you've, you've, something
0: you've, like
1: that. Yeah, you, so, something like that. You've, you've stepped slightly ahead. Uh, do you put a pressure on yourself when it comes to goal scoring?
0: I It's my job. I mean, I do. Yeah, I think um, I have a responsibility to to go out there and score goals for a national team. I'm the number 10 and um, I have to create, I have to assist, I have to try and score goals. And uh, I do. I'm a competitive person also. So I want to challenge myself. And for me it is about going out and trying to score goals and, and trying to assist other players. And um as I said last night when I when I got off the mark it was it was a big relief and um I was very happy because I do the work off the ball. I, I do the hard work and just to get that reward it was it was pretty nice.
1: Uh, Vera Powell is a coach who has vast experience and I don't think anyone was surprised with the very pragmatic approach over the last couple of games. She knows what it takes to get the job done in these qualification games. The bond that you talk about there within the group, Vera's obviously spoken publicly now about what has gone on previously in her life and the incredible support that has been there from everybody. And she spoke about you know being in the room and talking to the players about the horrifically traumatic experiences she went to, like when you're talking about a bond, like something like that, I can't imagine you leave a room after a conversation like that. And people even look at each other the way they did before. I I don't know what you can talk about of, of your memories of that and the support that's been there and how the players have reacted to what, what Vera has gone through.
0: Yeah. um, She's gone through a lot. um, And it's, it's not nice to see, especially when you have that, um, personal connection with a person um and the team as well we have a good relationship with Vera and it's it's never nice to see but I think she's such a strong woman I think to come out and use her voice in such a tough period of her life was really inspirational and um I think the the most important thing for the team was to get behind Vera and support her during that time and I think we did and um yeah we're we're really we're really proud of her.
1: And she's incredibly proud of you as well. And it it seems to be giving her so much joy at the moment, like the smile on her face. I think as much as all the players have enjoyed the last couple of nights, I think Vera's taken huge joy out of it as well.
0: Yeah, she has. And um, yeah, since she's come into this team, uh, she has done a lot. And she's she's definitely made us a better team. She's improved us. So for us to give back as well to Vera and the other staff, uh, they work extremely hard. They do a lot behind the scenes. So to see the joy in Vera's face and, and the rest of the background staff, it was, it was, it was really special to see. And yeah, we're all, we're all buzzing right now, but, uh, I keep harping on about it. We, we still have a long, a long way to go.
1: Yeah, so much progress has been made, and we often go back to Liberty Hall, and even in the last three or four years, the strides forward. Like we see a lot from the outside, and we sort of assume things are going. If if you were to try and pinpoint a couple of things that you feel are, are different, like I think it's eleven years since your debut at this stage, heading quickly towards the uh, century of caps. Like what would you say are the, are the things that you have benefited from most in terms of the progress that the team is making?
0: I just think, in general, the FAI has since then the FAI has stepped up. Um, they've done a lot for the team and um, we have better working conditions now uh, better facilities as a team so I think it really it really stands to us and um, yeah I think the, the quality of the people that we have around us now the staff the background staff the coaches it's, it's really good and, and they do a lot for us so it gives us confidence and we have people now who really believe in us and I think that's that's very special so it's going good
1: uh, you're heading back to America today and as you say you're mid season. Uh, you've signed a new contract uh, with the North Carolina Courage. I think a lot of people, selfishly, were hoping that maybe you'd come back and play in the WSL where we'd be able to watch your matches every week. Uh, is it a Was it a lifet- lifestyle choice? Because I imagine it's a, it's a pretty good lifestyle over there. Was it a purely footballing choice? What, what went into deciding to stay in America?
0: I think it's a combination of both. I think I do have a good lifestyle there. I'm very happy off the pitch, and I think that's sometimes more important than what's going on on the pitch. Um, so... Yeah, that was that was a big factor. But I think um I'm still improving there. I think the the environment there is top class. I think the players I'm surrounded with every day, world class players that make me better. Um the league is really competitive from top to bottom. Um there's more teams coming into the league, the league is growing. So I think um for me to stay there, I think it was it was the best decision for me. And um every time I come into camp I, I I'm at my fittest and and that's because of the environment that I'm in. They they push me to my limits and um, I've become a better player because of being part of the Courage. Yeah,
1: it's because so, of them insane gym sessions. I, I've had to block both yourself and James McLean from Instagram. I'm sick looking at you. You're just off the pitch playing a match and you're back in the gym about two hours later. Take a break. Put
0: the feet <laughs> yeah, up. It's very, it's very hard for me to take a break. Honestly, I love being in the gym. I love being on the pitch. Um, I know people say to me just take one day off but um, no matter what, I'm I'm doing something to help my body It's either recover or, or get stronger. But yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a pure freak like that. I like right. to be <laughs> gym and on the pitch all the time. Was
1: was, was coming back to England an, an option at, at this stage?
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, um, been speaking before I signed the contract with um, the Courage. Obviously, been speaking to my representative a lot, a lot about uh, possible teams in England that I could have went for. Um, but I think. In overall, I, I had the courage on my mind and that's where I was most happy and where I could see myself being at least for the next two years. So um, yeah, England has always been on the back of my mind and I did obviously have a, a few months experience there. Um, But look, the grass ain't always greener on the other side and I'm very happy at the courage and I think I'm going to continue to to be a better player and um, improve my game. So I think for me, it was it was a good decision and obviously... My family were very supportive of that, and that was huge as well. They know how happy I am out there, so yeah, that was important.
1: I'd say the family are in talks with the credit union already as it gets closer to the World Cup. Half a cork heading to Australia next summer. Bloody hell, it's going to be an expensive hope, time for hopefully,
0: all. Hopefully, hopefully some of them <laughs> will come out. But um, I, I am my sister are coming out to America Saturday for ah, the first brilliant. time. So uh, that's exciting. Yeah,
1: first time over for them.
0: First time it is.
1: All right, so they'll they'll be getting getting shown the sights.
0: They will hopefully. Great. Okay, well, too busy training.
1: <laughs> again, just take a day off. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, you're going to have the good thing is with the uh, qualification as well, and the buy through to the first round is again you have another big camp ahead of uh, that final playoff. Uh, which you've had a lot of. Like, uh, it's hard to know an international team that's probably got to spend so much time together with the training camp over in Turkey. Uh, mm-hmm. There's, there's, as you say, even with the improvements that've been made within the FAI over the last three, three or four years, there's really no stone stone been left unturned ahead of this.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just it's really good. That it's just one game that we can we can focus on that, and um, that camp is going to be massive. Um, I've said it already. It's going to be the one of the biggest games of our lives it is going to be the biggest game of our lives so um yeah i think we'll we'll be well prepared but i think now the focus is to go back to our clubs and everyone stay really fit injury free and come in focused and ready to go
1: and hopefully it's in dublin and if you have a ticket use your ticket
0: exactly please do do. but the fans have been absolutely fantastic so far tala was rocking the other night so it was it was a great feeling
1: uh, Denise is promoting European Week of Sport 2022. It takes place this month. It's going to be a week-long celebration aimed at promoting physical activity in people of all ages, backgrounds and fitness levels. It's all in association with Sport Ireland who are calling on you and your family to get out and be active between September 23rd and 30th. All the information is on sportireland.ie European Week of Sport. Just get out and do a little bit. You don't need to be like Denise. You don't need to do every single day. Just make that start. <laughs> make that start. Denise, uh, thanks a million. Uh, safe uh, home, safe uh, home, trip back to America and enjoy the next couple of weeks with the family and we'll talk to you again in a few weeks.
0: Cheers, thank you. Speak to you soon.
1: Football on Off the Ball.
0: With Sky. Watch every live Premier League game
1: this season on Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports.